Today we're going to talk about Pascal's wager and figuring out what side of the fence you are on in the conversation. What's up, everybody? This is Josh from Practical Theism. You know, if you're on the fence about believing in God, what have you got to lose by believing in him? You know, that was the dilemma Blaise Pascal took on in his lifetime in the 1650s. In his intellectual studies, Pascal offered a, a very practical reason for believing in God. It's, it's pretty interesting. He said that even under the assumption that God's existence is unlikely, the potential benefits of believing are so vast as to make betting on theism rational. So, his solution to the dilemma for people who are on the fence about staking their claim in God's existence is what do you gain and what do you lose by believing or not believing in God? For example, if you say you don't believe in God, what do you gain? Maybe some sort of freedoms that you would lose? If you were a believer because of the demands of Christianity, maybe the freedom to say that there is no morality, thereby omitting yourself from some sort of moral code or conduct. Maybe you gain the ability to never engage in questions about religion again in your life. Also, what do you lose, though, if you don't believe? Perhaps you lose the journey of seeking answers to pressing questions on your mind about your existence or the existence of the universe. You lose the opportunity for eternal life that Christianity claims. What about if you do believe? What do you gain? Eternal life with God in heaven? Community? Forgiveness of sins? Answers to life's pressing questions? What do you lose? Freedom to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. <laughs> Freedom from the responsibility of the decisions you make. Perhaps. Possible. Side note here, whether you believe in God or not, you are never fully free to do whatever you want, whenever you want. Uh, just look at traffic laws, municipal laws, treaty agreements, government, <laughs> even your own relationships. It's very blatant that you can't do whatever you want, whenever you want. And look at your parents, your spouse, your girlfriend. Now, we'll get into freedom in another video. I think it's a really interesting topic on and of itself because um, I, th I think it's really fascinating. So, Blaze, can I call him Blaze? Old Blazey. Ar Old Blazey argues that if we do not know whether God exists, then we should play it safe rather than risk being sorry. The argument comes from three versions all of them employing what is known as decision theory. Now, effectively, what he is doing as a career French philosopher, scientist, and mathematician, and probability theorist is he is employing basic statistics to the idea of belief. Now, I'm not advocating here that his wager is the only way one can rationally get to the belief in God, but it is a way to accept belief in God to see what happens. Kind of like a fake it till you make it type of belief. You have nothing to lose, but try it. And God's grace, if you are open to it, will flood you, right? You know, the statistical feature old Blazy employs is probability. Decision theory goes like this. A given action is associated with a set of possible outcomes. 
Now each outcome has a certain value or utility. The expectation for each outcome is equal to its utility multiplied by the probability of its happening. The expectation for a given action is the sum of the expectations for each possible associated outcome. The course of action having the maximum expectation is the rational one to follow. I know that's a lot of technical philosophical mumbo jumbo, but think of it this way, as our lottery system is a very real example of this theory. Suppose there are 100 tickets at $1 each and a jackpot of $1,000. Is it rational to play? If you total the earnings and the expenses for all the tickets, that's $1,000 minus $100, then divide the number of tickets into the total earnings, you find that the average ticket nets about $9. In comparison, not playing involves zero expense and zero payoff. Since $9 is preferable to zero, it's rational to play. Alternately, suppose that there are a thousand tickets costing $2 each, a grand prize of $1,000, and a consolation prize of $500. Then the total earnings and expenses, $1,500 minus 2,000, divided by the number of tickets, yields a net loss of 50 cents for the average ticket. In this case, unless you have some sort of reason to believe that a given ticket is not average, playing the game is irrational. Pascal had several ways to play out his theory, such as with punit tables. If you believe in God, and God exists, you gain an infinite reward, eternal life, and the atheist will suffer eternal separation from God. And if he does not exist, the theist will have finite happiness before they die, as will the atheist. So as Pascal stands, what have you really got to lose by believing? As I mentioned before, I don't think that this is how everyone should, uh, you know, in reality needs to operate when it comes to belief. Many, many, many people have come to faith in God very clearly, but some people are on the fence. And I think this is a very interesting way to go about the initial acceptance of faith in the existence of God. And sometimes things become even clearer when you put your foot down on one side of the fence. You know, Augustine talks about this idea of faith seeking understanding. You may not fully understand the faith that you're professing, but it's constantly seeking understanding. I remember when I first started my journey, I put my foot down on the resolve that I was going to go wherever I saw the truth leading me as I evaluated the truth claims on both sides of the argument, even if that meant leading me to atheism. But it didn't. So I ask, where are you on the fence? What's holding you back from staking a claim in the conversation? And if you haven't already hit that like button, pound that subscribe button so you can get more of this awesome content. And from all of us here at Practical Theism, all of us, I, it's always funny to me to say all of us, it's just me. From all of us here at Practical Theism, we'll catch you next time.